0: Emerge 2021 General Dynamics Information Technology Signature Virtual Event Series. See vision brought to life with GDIT and over 40 leading partners showcasing real technology solutions that make an impact today and pave the way for tomorrow. Join leaders across government and industry to explore how to accelerate digital modernization for your IT enterprise. Take a deep dive into emerging technology that will transform the world and learn how defense agencies are advancing the mission with cloud. Register now at GDIT dot com slash emerge i want to fling whoa marriage takes work no i want to fling into spring at total wine tequilas and fruit flavored vodkas chardonnays rosés pinots
1: wondrous selection helpful guides always low prices total wine and more hey
2: everybody hunter miles back with where is this going a podcast highlighting and giving a platform to local artists uh, of every medium just because we all know that there's a lot of raw talent that gets overlooked in whatever scene you're in. And I'm just trying to give everybody a chance to get their name out there and really, you know, admire the art that I love to look at or experience, but also uh, putting people on, putting you guys on uh, to people you may have never heard of or had the chance to meet and this is a good way for you to really get to know them as an artist and as a person uh, so you have another perspective for their art. I am honored w- with this opportunity, uh, finally trying to carve out the time in my busy schedule, busy life schedule, to actually you know, stay hunkered down and stay consistent uh, with the schedule here, trying to bring you guys both audio and video now coming back. If you follow us on Spotify, you'll see that there's only two episodes up there now. But we are working to get those back up uh, as well as maybe get them on YouTube as well for some reason. Um, not with the video, obviously, because there is no video. But a couple of life updates. I've now moved out here to Grand Rapids, so I'll be here. Um, I still do the comedy night every Thursday at Parrot's Lounge. So you'll hear me advertise for that. Uh, we don't have any real sponsors, so I'm just going to be throwing my own ads in there <laughs> promoting uh, whatever stuff is going on that week. Um, but yeah, this week we have a great interview with an awesome musician, great friend, a really calm, chill person. Uh, very insightful, get you an introspective look at some some different types of mediums uh rather than music as well but just a fun conversation catching up with a good friend and getting back into the swing of things uh this podcasting thing has always been a passion of mine although i have not been able to display it as much but any jew uh, please enjoy this interview with alex perez So, welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of Where Is This Going?, the podcast about people you don't really know, but you will soon grow to appreciate, I'd hope, uh, as we appreciate all art. I am your host, Hunter Miles, and joining me today is uh, a very... I was going to say very old friend, but that would just make you sound old. I don't... You are? All right, he is very old. His voice does sound kind of old. But uh, a very old friend. Um, We go back a while, but also an amazing talent uh, artistically and musically, and I know those both mean artistically. Anyways, Alex Perez, everybody. Give it up for my friend Alex Perez. Yeah. See, now we have one more other person in here. We can have some claps. I dig it. Uh, Thank you for joining me, Alex. Thank you, Hunter. (laughs) um alex uh currently what
3: are you uh your what are your mediums of art mostly working with music in clay and colored pencils nice i love your claymation that's
2: one of the most time-consuming and i i see it as very difficult
3: (laughs) forms of art it's Uh, more time-consuming than anything
2: okay but either way, I think that's the difficult part is the time consumption and the uh, the dedication it really takes. How do you approach it so patiently? Or I would imagine I, that's how you I have just, to. I
3: just feel like that's how I'm wired is just like once I start working on a thing, like, I mean, obviously other things get in the way of like time. but right. But generally my brain just hones in on something and I just... And meticulous right <laughs> and so it's a way to let me get out that part of myself I guess
2: yeah it's nice to have something to throw yourself into mm-hmm. and especially with that those meticulous movements how all right so I had asked you uh before you were working on I think it was like seven seconds left on something yeah and that would equate to about 15 hours something like that of work mm-hmm That's too meticulous for me, (laughs) personally. Uh, But, I mean, how, like, small of movements are you making with the figures
3: as well? They're millimeters, Mm if that. I mean, it depends on what you're moving, too, because, like, I don't know, say you want to make a person look like they're walking or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. you're probably moving it, like, a millimeter or two each frame that you're taking, whereas, like... I don't know. It or you can have like a bunch of things just kind of you don't even need to think about how far you're moving them or whatever if you just want them to move. Right. But that's just going to look like sp- like wild spastic. Yeah. But vibrations. it it so
2: it's it's more it's more to your it's whatever image you want to create. But if you'd mm-hmm. like to create, you know, a moving picture, uh a moving motion then it's you want to get the frames. Yeah.
3: yeah. That's the hardest part is just like Because if you move something too quick, it's going to have a totally different feeling than it's going to have if you move it at the speed that you're trying to, which is slower. So, like, I mean, that's still a practice. Like, I'm not very good at it yet, I wouldn't say. But, like, you get a little bit better. But that also, there's so many variables, like, as in the video that you're talking about, like, Mm -hmm. I was working on it and I was upstairs in this house and, like, the air conditioning doesn't really reach there. So it was, like, 90 plus degrees in there. And so, like, you'd have so little control over how much things are moving just because they're so soft right so if you really want to have control over it it needs to be like the right environment yeah even. and not even not even just like a, a
2: creative environment but like a, <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. a seasonal environment mm-hmm. um and i would imagine just soft clay kind of just falls yeah
3: i mean <laughs> you're fighting gravity too so right. like If you want a figure to like be able to stand up and walk, like that figure needs to actually be able to stand up on its own. Right. And have one foot on the ground and balance and like that's it's really difficult. You need I mean that structural integrity, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't just like make a thing and then expect it to do something. You need to make it built for it. Which actually it makes a lot of sense to me now, like why Bodies are shaped the way that they are because if you move the arm in the wrong way, like things start tearing and whatnot. Right, like, they start to hurt, and, and that's. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about clay, but like, yeah, that like you know, you move your arm and you move it first from the shoulder and then you move from the elbow. Like you need to move clay in the same way as if right. it has joints. Huh. Otherwise, it will just fall apart and right.
2: start to treat claim you have to treat your own body like a clay temple sometimes yeah yes. <laughs> like that um and i i think that's that's a similarity i can draw or personally i see in music and um claymation not the environment well somewhat the environment um but the variables and how you you move things and you learn things uh along the way that i mean performing wise have to help you as well like um when it comes to timing and things like that mm-hmm. um i think more and i i say performing like in front of a live audience but that's only because that's the only way i can do comedy mm-hmm. but even just jamming and stuff timing uh is a big part of i mean any it's, musical anything yeah but, <laughs>
3: I mean, it can be taken in a broad concept. Like, yeah, timing is everything, but, like, in music, like, yeah, I mean, the way that different pieces fit together and the way that they're timed, like, will essentially, like I was talking about earlier, like, it'll give it a different feeling. So if right. things are really... That rushing in and... Or in. things are really together and really tight, like, that will have one effect whereas if things are kind of uh, wavy and sloppy around each other Mm -hmm. like that'll have a different effect both are cool right it just depends on what you're trying to do yeah the
2: mood you're trying to create Mm -hmm. now then I guess what would be your favorite not your favorite what mood whether it be in your claymation or your music what mood do you try to convey and I know it may change it may differ with different moods that you're in Mm -hmm. But I guess what is the general vibe or mood that you aim to create?
3: Like, uh, more than anything, like, I don't know if this answers the question, (laughs) but, like, everything is alive. Like, everything has its own uh, beat to a a sense. So, like, that's why I think Claymation's cool is because you can make, I don't know, like, there's one that I was doing for a friend where, like, is basically two characters sitting on a couch, but on that, like in front of them, there was like a coffee table and they just had dinner. And mm-hmm. so like the napkins are moving and the plates are moving and like right. the the wine bottle's moving, but then also the plants in the background are moving. And like, I don't know if I did the best job, but like ideally like you look at it and it's just like subtly vibrating. Right. Whereas like then there are the points of focus, which are more understandable like mm-hmm. to to what reality to us looks like right whereas in like music like generally I'm I try to make pretty calm music for not even try that's just kind of the music that I tend to make is mm-hmm. like pretty spaced out relaxing sounding and so but like I like to do that like I like to have things be really soft but Focus. So, like, if you if you pay closer attention, you'll find more moving. Right.
2: Parts. The the subtle uh, the subtleties. I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Mm-hmm. I like that, and I would definitely agree that most of your music is very just calm and peaceful. Like when I think of you as a person, it makes sense though, because you are <laughs> you are such a just a nice peaceful person. Thank you. That it would make sense that your art then while living and vibrant, because you are a vibrant, like, positive being, it also is just peaceful Mm -hmm. and calm, and I appreciate that about you, Um, and I've appreciated about your music as well, Uh, like your Alex and the Brave uh, (laughs) songs. Like, yeah, throwbacks. Um, All right, well, let's give our listeners, watchers, viewers, uh, a little bit of background on your own musical um i don't know yeah, whatever experience. career mm-hmm. um oh <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll, gi- we'll give it that uh <laughs> um the first band i ever saw you in was oh crap i can't yeah tie-dye massacre i was gonna say i saw i think i i thought i had seen a poster on evan bleetstra's wall that said mm-hmm. tie-dye massacre and dang, i may have i'm not sure but I also saw you guys perform, mm-hmm. um, and the uh, like street festival uh, at, in high school. <laughs> oh yeah, year. holy moly! Um, oh shoot, uh, modest mouse. You guys did float on. <laughs> yeah, I got a decent memory. <laughs> um, I think that was. Shoot. I think that was just you and Josh.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, um, so is that where
3: you got your start in? I guess playing with other people yeah it was sometime in the middle of high school whereas like i started writing songs mm-hmm. but i wasn't a confident singer yet and that's where josh comes in is I befriended josh like junior year or something like that and i was like this dude's cool shut up out joshua break. cool dude <laughs> yeah real cool dude <laughs> He's out in the Netherlands right now. Jeez, yeah. well,
2: that's where he belongs.
3: I guess so. <laughs> back to not like that. Josh, I just Josh meant Schultz. like back, yeah, back
2: to your roots, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, it started then, and then yeah, was in a couple different bands. I think like initially, like there was one band, but we didn't have a singer, and that was before I met Josh, and we were right. we were No Street Shoes was our band name. Mm. That also sounds vaguely familiar. mm -hmm. And then we changed the name to Tidey Massacre. Nice. And then at the end of high school, I think early college, I started Alex and the Brave. Mm. And that was the first time that I was, like, singing, too.
2: Oh, yeah. And did you enjoy, I guess, that, I don't know, would you call it a freedom of being able to, I want to say, like, a solo work, Would have more freedom to it or not because you're relying on your own in
3: its own ways. Like, there's more freedom because, like, you make all the decisions, but also there are less freedoms because it's only you. So, like, you can't, like, now when I write a song, like, I just write the guitar part or I write whatever part and then have to build around it. Whereas, Mm -hmm. like, if you're working with a band, you could just play whatever you have and then other people are already filling in parts, right? It just goes. It goes a lot faster,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, like you're only relying on your own capabilities, yeah, like I'm not a good drummer,
3: <laughs> so it takes me a long time right. to get it down, but therefore it's not drum focused music either it's, right it's it's more focused on other things
2: what do you do you find it I don't know if you've made the comparison yourself, do you find it more rewarding at all, um band stuff or solo stuff or at least recording they
3: fill different parts Mm -hmm. I suppose like working by yourself like I feel like that's a thing that gives me a lot of peace but I also think that that's because like generally you don't have the ability to call four or five other people and have them together it's just like you don't need to count on other people being Mm -hmm. available and and having the energy to do something coordinating
2: schedules and things
3: Yeah. so I mean for me it's just like I work on music at night or in the afternoon or when I have days off of work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm in a band, like that's more scheduled. It's like right,
2: yeah. Your music. own things can be more like it's almost like a work at home type of thing. But it, when you don't have to worry about collaborative thought, you can work as you go you just and pick it wo- up whenever. Right. Like work yesterday, as you I,
3: I started making music at like eleven thirty at night, and it's just like. Well, let's see what happens. I'm not really trying to do anything. Right. Um,
2: yeah, I don't know. But almost like a jamming, brainstorming se- session and mm-hmm. it's of yourself in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I like, and that can be therapeutic because I, I know playing with other people and jamming can be very therapeutic as well. Yeah. But you can, I, I'm sure, certainly reach different levels of maybe introspection or even just creative... Um, Influence alone, rather than mm-hmm. with others.
3: Yeah, I mean, it depends on what style of music you're doing too, and what you're doing. Like yesterday, I was just like setting loops and right. playing along with that, and that's like usually songs don't come from that. You're just making sounds Messing to around. make sounds, right? Whereas like writing a song is like not necessarily the most therapeutic thing in the world. Like right. sometimes it comes really easy, but then sometimes you spend. I mean I generally try to write a song like in one sitting mm-hmm. so it'll be like five six hours of just like doing that right and, like you feel of a dwelling. sense of peace afterwards but there's <laughs> a lot of ups and downs in between right yeah that's not the great therapy session you're looking for. <laughs> no <laughs> I mean some people it might be therapeutic to some people right. but I wouldn't use that word <laughs> That's not, that's not a word I would use because
2: uh, I don't have fun. No. <laughs> no.
3: Um.
2: So when did you start playing guitar?
3: When I was eleven or twelve, I can't remember anymore. Do you Something know like that. you know
2: how you started?
3: Yeah, like uh, I really liked basketball and sports and whatnot, mm-hmm. and that's what I thought I was going to do with my life. And my mom's like. If you want to keep playing sports, you need to learn how to play an instrument. And so one day, I was downtown Holland, and I had to pee, and it was tulip time, and I look for a place to go to the bathroom, and I go into the guitar shop, Mm. and I was very reluctant to play an instrument. I don't know why. I just didn't think that that was what i
2: well it seems like an odd agreement too. if you want (laughs) to if you want to continue to play sports which you believe you will excel at (laughs) then go learn this other thing that you have no (laughs) care about in the world i
3: mean i think my mom knew that i wasn't gonna grow up big and strong (laughs) right
2: well okay (laughs) like oh you're gonna be a basketball star Mm -hmm. all
3: right (laughs) yeah that's probably her thought (laughs) all right well you better get good at guitar i guess (laughs) yeah so I was going to the bathroom and then I saw a guitar that like, or I think I started talking to someone who was working there and they pointed me in one direction and I thought that that was pretty cool. And that was like a month before my birthday and I think I guess for my birthday, since I had to do this thing, I was <laughs> I guess I was getting excited because then I got a guitar for my birthday. And it wasn't that one, but it was right. like an Ibanez acoustic guitar and it did the trick. Mm -hmm. And then I took lessons at Rip Music for like two years But that was really on and off Like I'd skip a lot of the times Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't really practice a lot Right. And then it wasn't until I started writing songs that like I latched on to it, but I don't think I'd be able to do that now. That took so long, and it was just so much effort and so much doing something that you don't want to do. Right? Which... I mean, which is
2: what, which is so weird that they try to teach us instruments in middle school and stuff. Like mm-hmm. fifth, sixth grade is usually when you get introduced to band instruments and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they do require so much practice if you want to be really good at it. Mm-hmm. Which
3: at that age is not the. <laughs> Is not the time it's to be exception. requiring practice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, but also like as an adult, like there, it's very easy to think that there are more important things to do too. Right. Where like not going to work so you can learn how to play guitar, working less so you can learn how to play guitar, play a flute or whatever. Yeah, like, that or even seems irrational. So.
2: Right, or even just play more. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I play, but I only play on the weekends and stuff. You know, whenever I can find time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and sometimes it's not rational the thought <laughs> to just be like, all right, well, I'm just gonna put this job on the hold so I can go just jam out a little bit more every week, which doesn't, or just like I'm gonna take hours off of. But sometimes it's that sacrifice, that er- seemingly irrational sacrifice, that can either propel you, uh, yeah. in whatever passion. Or that's a gamble that also, I mean, sometimes you got to be willing to take. Mm-hmm. But
3: I think you have to. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not gonna get anything done. Exactly. Like, or you're not gonna <laughs> see if you could get something that done. That too. Right. <laughs> I it to takes get, a long time to to make something that you think that you're proud of.
2: Right. And you have to give yourself the chance too. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something I learned over the past like two years or so. But. I mean, it's and it's helped me like realize and I think triumph at some of my real passions. Yeah. But it's it wasn't easy at all. And I mean, that's the awesome thing about your passions—they show you what you're willing to work
3: for. Exactly. Like if you're passionate about it, doesn't matter if it's easier or not. Like you're gonna put in the work.
2: Exactly. To do it. Exactly. Have you uh, learned any other instruments besides guitar?
3: Not proficiently. I've been playing a lot of synthesizer lately. And I wouldn't say that I know how to play it, but I, I play it. Right. Same but with I, the drums and do. same with the bass and like same with the egg shaker and all these mm-hmm. different things. Well, I mean I I give you high proficiency on the egg shaker,
2: actually. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's
3: a lot of fun. it's yeah, I just like making sounds. Being technically good is not something that comes naturally to me. And I mean I'm still practicing the guitar like as if I'd don't know what i'm doing which is smart yeah i was just gonna say that's, <laughs>
2: that's good thinking because it mm-hmm. just why why because appro- when you approach it as you've been doing it for years it you approach it with this pride that can't be taught like that can't be broken mm-hmm. to learn more things
3: yeah no it's always important to even the things that you that you're somewhat talented at to continue to push yourself. I don't know, like writing things that like you can't do right away and right. learning how to do it and mm-hmm. just practicing.
2: Now, does um not not so much musically, but lyrically, does that writing give you any any type of release or relief I guess when it comes to your the creative process and like internal motivation?
3: I don't know about internal motivation, but it is release in some sense like it's I wouldn't call it necessarily stream of conscious writing because like kind of as I said earlier, like it'll take me hours to write a song right. but like I like I like writing about things that I don't entirely know what it is yet and I mean I heard that a lot when I was younger and mm-hmm. I didn't really understand I can't say I even understand it now, but it's a lot more interesting than to like. Say I'm gonna write a song about uh, losing my mood ring. Right. Um, <laughs> so I lost a mood ring, and now what am I gonna write about it? You know, like right. you're you're only so creative to where like it's probably not gonna be very interesting. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times there'll be like a word that's stuck in my head, and I don't really know what the word even means. And then oftentimes I'll look it up, and I'll be like. All right. Like sometimes it's like holy shit like like that's Can I say that? <laughs> yeah, yo, you're good. No <laughs> um, words. <laughs> um like that's exactly like like the word maybe not literally that I'm looking for but like maybe metaphorically that fits into like what it is that I mm-hmm. am feeling. Um and I feel like it's a little bit of a subconscious dive like to try to figure out some emotions so like lyrically I feel At the time, I don't know what I'm writing about, but then like sometime later, I'll be playing the song and like, and I I know exactly. It gives space for the song to have alternate meanings, I suppose. So like, it means something to To me. To be up for interpretation, Mm -hmm. kind of. Yeah, and it doesn't always mean the same thing either. So, but like, I write a bunch of songs, so sometimes like that's not a great approach because, well writing a lot is a good approach right. for that because sometimes you write things that are so highly specific to one phase in life that mm-hmm. like three months later you don't feel connected to it really anymore and like right. there's no point in singing something yeah. if you don't feel connected to it.
2: And I, w- I would imagine it's hard to connect with it while performing it if you were to perform it live, you know. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just like continuous process of, right. of making more music and then... Yeah, then you have a lot to choose from. I mean, and then you find times where like, I mean, lately, because cause I had been working on this record for like a very long time, mm-hmm. like over a year or something like that, um, to where like those songs were were cool and I didn't necessarily have time or like have energy to write new stuff. But then but one to play and so all of a sudden mm-hmm. I start playing some old stuff and then it's like oh okay so I still I, I still s- like these songs right. some of these songs at least two like that mm-hmm. I want to learn how to play again or I remember how to play it and, and that feels good because then it's not always just like new 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 it's right. like there's a lot of new but then you come back to some things that you resonate with again and that's That's just as fun.
2: Right. And I mean, I think that's why any band has ever had a greatest hits album. (laughs) Just drop it. I say, why wait until the end of their career? Drop it in with some of their, you know, new releases Mm -hmm. and just bring back some of the old ones, playing with the new ones. It feels good. good. Thank you for listening. We're taking a little break here to give you a message from our sponsors, and we have none. But what we do have is a free comedy show every Thursday night in Holland at Parrot's Lounge. Comedy night at Parrot's Lounge every Thursday night at nine with your host, me. What up? Come out and see a great lineup every week of hilarious local comedians. Uh, I say local, but it could be anywhere from Holland, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo to Detroit, you know, Lansing, everything in between. A lot of great, usually uh, Michigan-based comics coming out every week. Uh, And actually, since this quarantine, we've been doing it outdoors, and we've had a pretty good turnout every week. Um, So uh, come out, enjoy those drink specials, $4 Wells. You must be 21 and up to get in. Uh, It's a fun show. Come out. All right, anyways. <laughs> um hell yeah. I love talking about creative processes with anyone, really. Um mm-hmm. my friend Gabe Rinky, you've met him, I believe. Yeah. Um anytime. Oh yeah. Anytime uh we get together again, it's just always talking about how we've been creating. And he, I mean, he's been he's been working on a project for a while now um and it's just always fun just checking in on creative processes and i think that's important to do with your friends as well as, as fellow creatives it's necessary people. you
3: spend a lot of time if you're the person who's making something you spend a lot of time thinking about it and right. and it's like it you you're very focused and so mm. sharing that is sometimes difficult with like people who aren't making Whatever. I mean everybody's making something but right. like it generally helps if if a person's writing or if a person's working on a painting or making a record or whatever like, right there's some overlap there's a lot of overlap yeah but... I, and I I've tried to say
2: this before I don't know how to phrase it but I think everyone is an artist at some level mm-hmm. it's just um, what content are you creating and or exposing yeah um whether it be like just a This is so cliche. I don't know if I want to... A father Mm -hmm. is an artist of a home. He is is manifesting and creating this family. This family may have uh, values that he has instilled in it, um, inspirations that he's drawn from other families, but he uh, is trying to create this home, this family, and albeit... Maybe with weird intentions, if you want to portray this outward image, but depending on what you do with that, that is your art, you know, your family in itself, your forming of a family can be your art if you care about your, your relationships and those around you that much. Um, and I think it's just somewhat, that was so gross to say. But I think it's just, just I don't know. It, it just, wasn't gross. It, it gro- it gross is, I think, in a uh, subjective word. Um, it, it felt gross True. to me because it felt all lovey and stuff. But, <laughs> um, and odd. Uh, but I think it's just important to see the art in life. Mm-hmm. Um, any Jew. Uh, that was weird. I wanted to ask you, um uh, just because we were talking about writing and just connecting with other creative people on their processes and things like that, is there i'll go whether it be a painter, a writer um or a musician, musically were there and I know you reluctant were reluctant to start. Uh, playing guitar but Mm -hmm. once you got into it and started writing and things like that were there any influences um you know in this outside world that kind of that you look to uh as artists i
3: mean absolutely like i don't know like musically like it started out like i think when i was 17 is the first time that i heard bob dylan Mm -hmm. like consciously and that was really exciting to me because that was I don't know. I was able to f- decipher a lot of in in his writings to mm-hmm. find so much meaning. And then that was the same time that I listened to like Bright Eyes too, right? Which was like a whole other, like <laughs> still very lyrical, but like a whole other uh, emotional landscape, I right. suppose. Definitely. And then, I mean, in the last few years, like I guess, like I'm still, I'm obviously still inspired by music, but like so much more inspired are so much more frequently inspired by uh, visual artists and like Mm. even lately like watching movies like just I don't know why I didn't receive those uh, transmissions of 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 whatever at first and now all of a sudden it's like like now wow. it's speaking to yeah you know? like i don't know i can watch a movie and and that will make me that'll just blow my mind and make me wonder how that happened right and that in turn makes me want to make something what like right that generally transforms into like my my clay stuff mm-hmm. and also my visual art but it it matters to music too because i feel like musically i'm less trying to i think because of the fact that I've been making music for some time, I feel like I've found some sort of a voice where, like, I don't hear something and think that I want something to sound like that. Like, my music just sounds like whatever right. comes out of me. Whereas, like, I don't know if that's better or worse, but, like, whereas, like, in, in drawing or painting, like, I'll see something in it, mm. I'm more likely to want to try to emulate it in right. some way. Which, like, gets you started. I don't think yeah. that that's the path to always follow. Right. But in inspirations key like like you always need it right you can only sustain so far on your own ideas
2: I think and maybe maybe it's because it's a visual art to a visual art maybe that's well no
3: because how long have you been doing claymation and other visual arts like I mean I've always been drawing I Mm. don't always remember the fact that that was something that I did because I never prioritized it like music like in music like I'm going to make an album, whereas in that takes time. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's the whole beginning and the ending, whereas like visual art, there's not, it's not so cohesive. Like there right. are, I mean, I guess unless you're doing like shows or whatever, but or like not... a portfolio. Yeah. Or yeah. So, so a lot of the times it's just like sporadic things here and there. Mm-hmm. So it feels less of like an accumulation of stuff. Right. Um, I forgot the question. Oh, it was... (laughs) I was going to ask, like, how long have you been doing Claymation? Oh, yeah. Claymation, the first time I tried it was uh, coming up on two years ago. Okay. And that was just because I was going to be releasing an album in... As an independent musician, you mm-hmm. need to promote yourself, and right. uh, I, I'm not very good at that. <laughs> <And> Likewise, <laughs> I, I, I feel yeah, you there. I think a lot of us <laughs> local kids struggle with stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, and so I figured instead of just like making like an Instagram post saying mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I'm releasing my record," blah blah blah, or putting it on Facebook, right? I'm like, I'm gonna make a claymation, and I think that started because I tried to make a claymation. Like six months earlier to that, mm-hmm. for a music video that was eventually gonna be on the album that I was promoting right um but then I just made like this thirty second snidbit thing, and it was a lot of fun, and it only it took like two days or whatever mm-hmm. and and I was excited by that, and that was a lot more fun of a way to announce that you're right. that you're gonna do something else. and it was
2: with your own art too. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like a hey or just even like making a poster about something that's mm-hmm. going to be coming. It was your own art promoting your own art. Yeah,
3: it was an exciting thing to function as promotion, you know? got like, yeah. You, gotta, you don't have to promote, but it feels weird to just spend so much time making something just to put it out there for it to kind of go out with a whisper. Right. So, like, you want to promote a little bit, <laughs> and so, like, doing something that's Because you exciting. want people to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, it's, it's a whole head trip, too, right. like wanting people to see your stuff. It's like, why do I want anybody to see anything right. that I do? What, like, what does it? that mean? Like, yeah.
2: I made I, it for me, not for them. Yeah. But yeah.
3: but I also want to share it because <laughs> I've spent so much time on it, and I right. like it, and I think it's exciting.
2: Well, what music video did you claymate? What music <laughs> video from Further Closer
3: <laughs> has... A claymation or uh, is a claymation? It's a song called Time Fly. Time Fly. and it's it's partially claymation, it's it's really stop motion, like, okay? Yeah, because there are a lot of parts in there that are paper, too. Yeah, that are moving I was gonna say, I
2: realized that after I said it because, mm-hmm. um, that's what I was gonna say earlier when uh, just like the speed of things moving mm-hmm. is what I really like too. Um, when you're You could have a background of things basically like sliding around or Mm -hmm. just like what it looked like pedals moving around Mm -hmm. while the focus of the Mm -hmm. picture is still pretty stationary. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, more understandable to our senses and things like that. Sorry, it was just a random. No, um, you're good. But uh, that's on YouTube, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Time Fly by Further Closer. What kind of band is that? Jake, have you heard of this band? No. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, well, look them up. Uh, that's a cool band too. Alex, you're in that or something?
3: I'm in, I'm, I'm in that band. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, when I, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <know. laughs> when,
2: when they're around. Um, but, uh, are you also like you said you're working on a record? You've yeah. been working. You've been working. Yeah, on a record. the
3: music is finished. Once again, I'm making a claymation thing to announce this thing, mm-hmm. promote it. Um. Yeah, this one's a lot more intense. Like, see, this is my problem. Is like once, (laughs) once I do something, then it's like, I like that idea, but now I'm gonna. Now I I learned a little bit last time, so now I'm gonna apply what I learned and do it, which turns into me taking 15 hours to make seven seconds of something. Whereas, like I said before, like the other thing was 30 seconds, and it took me two days, which was probably about 15 hours of work. Right. So, but now it's just. It's (laughs) It's <laughs> meticulous, and it, but that's exciting. I mean, it, I I like things that are quick and rushed and blah blah blah. And like, mm-hmm. I've done that enough times to where like I don't feel compelled to do that. Yeah. Right now, at least. So. Right.
2: So yeah, and you felt like you've had something you can take your time on, mm-hmm. and I think that shows. I don't know about more passion, but at least more patience. And at least, I'd say when you have patience for something, you. You admire the work that goes into it.
3: Yeah. More. I mean, I I really enjoy it. It's just the hard part of feeling passionate about it when you take so much time right. on it too, is like so right now, I mean, this whole project that this album or that this claymation is promoting is like it hasn't been this like uh just dive into this really intense thing. Right. It's been brief periods of being Mm. hyper-focused for days Mm. on end or whatever, but then having to live life outside of that too. And that's, yeah, I mean, I think it all kind of connects with the process of this album is like, it's not something that I could accomplish Mm. in a week or two where usually I like to do things (laughs) as intensely and as uninterrupted as humanly possible. And it's, <laughs> when, I'm
2: just going to do this passion project, a real passion project, which
3: means, which means it'll be done in
2: 10 days mm-hmm. and just throw yourself into it. Mm-hmm. But when you pour yourself into something, I think over an extended period of time, uh, like we had said before, who knows, like if it, <laughs> you said objectively the music is better, <laughs> but yes. the, or the, <laughs> the quality of it is better, but that's not always the important thing when it comes to art Yeah. Uh, when you're looking to um and maybe not even looking to but you know that your art does invoke feeling and mood mm-hmm. um so I and, I and i think that will prosper or will yeah will prosper out of the
3: time poured into it i hope so yeah, I, yeah. I, i'm excited for it <laughs> Do you,
2: does the project have a name
3: yeah it's called uh orbs of a tripod Orbs
2: of a tripod Like the bottom Of the like, thing Yeah Like okay.
3: like the thing That holds a camera Oh no nice. That wasn't Entirely what I meant When I used that word <laughs> There's a thing Where you go on your You go on the ground And then you put your head On the ground And then you put your elbows Up on your knees Like you, Oh yeah That's initially what i was thinking when i thought tripod, tripod. <laughs> that, that was your first thought was yeah. like what we do when we're kids yeah i mean i do that too still sometimes oh, yeah. but <laughs> i mean i
2: try to get into some yoga stuff uh <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> i don't know and that's about well that's, a, but... that's the closest i'll get mm-hmm. okay so we're calling it yoga all right so yoga <laughs> orbs of a tripod uh no known release date but soon yeah probably
3: like September, October... October sounds nice. October sounds nice. (laughs) October, look for Orbs of a
2: Tripod. Mm -hmm. Of a Tripod? Of a. Of a Tripod. See, that would always throw me off. Of a or of the, so now I know. Around October, look for Orbs of a Tripod (laughs) by Alex Perez. Um, Thank you so much for joining us, Alex. Thank you, Hunter. Where can the people find your art that is now out there already,
3: besides YouTube, YouTube? and well, you you um, just promote yeah. yourself. Yeah. You? No, there is a Bandcamp, mm-hmm. which it is alexanderperez.bandcamp.com, and then it's on Spotify mm-hmm. under Alex Perez. Right. I think Apple Music, <laughs> maybe even Title. I don't know. You just pay someone, <laughs> and you're just like, oh no, go buy the... <laughs> Title. See if I'm on it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I'd go to Bandcamp if you could do that, because there's there's a lot more stuff there. And it's free for me to put music there, which, right. like, there's you know, I gotta work to, yeah, <laughs> to got a job. <laughs> so yeah, awesome. Know. Uh, Facebook or Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anything? I have a Twitter, but I never tweet. I have an Instagram, uh, it is A L L I C K S P U R R E Z. That is Alex. Perez. yeah like al flicks <laughs> yeah like a cat easy as, as. as. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh. <laughs> awesome thank you so much man thank you for joining us uh I appreciate your friendship and your art
3: thank you Hunter of I appreciate course.
2: you oh, thank you and thank you guys for listening um watching or whatever uh if you like what you heard uh rated it or something be sure to subscribe. On Spotify and YouTube, if it makes it there, and um, yeah, hit me up on social media, H Marcel the Shell, and that's all. I uh, thank you. This has been. Where's this going? Goodbye.
0: Emerge 2021 General Dynamics Information Technology Signature Virtual Event Series. See vision brought to life with GDIT and over 40 leading partners showcasing real technology solutions that make an impact today and pave the way for tomorrow. Join leaders across government and industry to explore how to accelerate digital modernization for your IT enterprise. Take a deep dive into emerging technology that will transform the world and learn how defense agencies are advancing the mission with cloud. Register now at GDIT.